Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 6, 2021, and my name is Alif, and I'm here to kind of talk about Divorcia Cafe, what it is, and how we're going to be shifting with 2021. So bear with me. This is my first live stream on StreamYard, so we're just kind of working it all out. And um, in a nutshell, Divorcia Cafe is a nonprofit, and we've been around for about five years and a nonprofit for about one and a half years at this point. And our goal is to help people who are thinking about divorce in the middle of divorce or after divorce find solutions and support for free and help them heal mind, body, and spirit. Because it's not just about having a divorce lawyer signing a divorce decree and moving on because it, we don't easily move on because there's so many other factors with life after divorce that not a lot of people address. So what is Divorce Cafe? Well, before the pandemic happened, Divorce Cafe opened up on the first Wednesday of the month, and I had a team of facilitators that would come, and we call it holding space for anyone who needed to show up from nine to six. And they could stay for as little as they want, ask a couple questions to a lawyer, and be on their way, or stay the whole day and take advantage of all of our services. And we've had um, divorce lawyers, life insurance, financial, massage therapists, acupuncturists, healers, divorce coaches, other health coaches that would offer their services for free. Because it's really important for me to make sure that people have access to help that they need to move into their new normal for free, especially at the lowest point of their life where they're trying to rebuild and kind of move forward and mourn that old life that they thought they were going to be in forever because nobody ever gets married to get divorced. So previously, we've had multiple locations all across Salt Lake and Utah. And the last one was at my home where I opened up my home for just over a year for strangers to come in and sit around my dining room table and enjoy tea and Turkish coffee and baklava all day long. And it was lovely and it was beautiful. And I loved all the connections that people would come and look forward to each month as they got some hypnosis. They talked to a divorce coach. They sat and talked to, um, oh, I have a comment. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Carrie. I got to learn how to like navigate the whole talking and comments thing. So thank you for being my first example. Um, and um, let's see. Then the pandemic happened and the world shut down. And um, I wasn't so comfortable having strangers in my house anymore. And so we moved to Zoom. So we tried to do Zoom on the first Wednesday of the month from 9 to 6. It's a very long day to sit on Zoom, just saying. And um, then we pulled it back from 10 to five. And um, what I have learned is that it's really hard not only to get in people to engage in their own healing in person, it's even harder to get people to engage in their own healing when it's virtual. So I took a couple of months off to kind of figure out um, what that looks like. And I am 
going to start doing um, scheduled live streams with my different facilitators and we're working on a plan of every facilitator will have will set up like maybe six different topics that they're going to come on as like a guest kind of thing and talk and they can answer your questions now the flip side is it's going to be public so there aren't any private break rooms and there aren't little private rooms and nooks and crannies that you can go in and have a private conversation. But if you have simple questions or if you want to get some healing or if you want to get some channeling, then we'll be able to facilitate that. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do a private right now until we can find a new location. So as I'm working with my facilitators, we're going to start setting up schedules of um, live streams where you'll know in advance what the topic is and um, I'm gonna spread it as many platforms as I can. Right now I have it on my main page, um, the main Divorce Cafe page, the private conversation page, and we'll also upload the videos to the website at divorcecafe.org and the YouTube page. So you can revisit. The goal is that maybe you're not ready to step into listening to how to deal with dating after divorce or how to co-parent with your ex around the holidays right now, but you can revisit it and enjoy it after. That's the goal because I really want people to have access to this information. So nailing down facilitators and their topics is kind of in progress. So until that all happens, I will be coming on every Wednesday around 10 o'clock and I'm just going to kind of go through my whole process from beginning to end and what helped me because one of the hats that I have worn in the past is after my divorce, um, I got certified to be a life coach. Now, being a life coach to divorcees is probably the hardest demographic to hit because people are at their lowest financially. And it became a, you know, a crapshoot of do I pay for a life coach or do I pay for groceries for my children? So um, Divorcee Cafe kind of came about and was created during a moment of absolute frustration when I was at a, um, a coaching symposium down in South Salt Lake where there was this guru coach online that said, to be a successful coach, you need a website and you need a book and you need social media and you need it all tied in together. And I kind of um, used a few expletives and called them out and said, well, I don't agree because I have a website. I have all my social media in place. I wrote a book. Yes, I wrote a book about my journey through divorce, which is still available. I have plenty in my basement. So if you know me, I can totally hook you up. And um, it just was really hard to reach my de demographic because people are so focused on what they need to get done in the course of a day as a single parent. And I'm one of those people, you know, you're, you're got the, the blinders on. It's like, I got to get five errands done during the two hours that my child is in kindergarten. Cause what is that two hours for kindergarten on Fridays? And, uh, I said to my friend, I go, well, there's no insert expletive here, divorce cafe where everybody goes to kind of get the help that they need. And I can't find my people. And my friend looked to me and he said, well, make one. And I said, well, how am I supposed to do that? And um, 
pretty much I went back to my people at my women's networking group and said, okay, so I have this idea. I have a space at that time that I was managing. I said, would you all be willing to come and offer your services for free for people going through divorce? And people stepped up and showed up. The hardest part of Divorce Cafe is actually getting people to step in and get help. And that is the hardest because when you're going through divorce, it's really easy to play the victim and it's really easy to stay stuck. And when you step into Divorce Cafe with my people, it's a loving and supportive environment and they also hold you accountable. And that's one of the things that I love about my team is that they will give you a couple of months of coming in and kind of laying it all out there and complaining and kind of soaking up all the love. But after three months of you coming, if you're not doing your own work, they're going to go, Hey, we love you. We support you, but we're going to take the, the fuzzy bunny slippers off and we're going to give you a little kick in the butt to kind of get your ass going. Oops. I swore. Sorry. I have a bit of a potty mouth. And um, so anyway, I think that's the hardest part with people is that they know that they're going to be accountable for their own healing and moving forward if they come. And um, it's a struggle and it's a hard thing to be consistent. And I'm one of those people because you have to do the work. And if you're not going to do the work, then you're not going to move forward and you're going to find other relationships. And um, what's it called? You're going to get into that same circle. Yes, it is not easy to step up and ask for help. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, trying to find a permanent location. It's one of my goals for 2021 is to like find a space that can house all of my things. So it can have divorce cafe. It can have an actual cafe where people can sit and enjoy food. It has been a little bit elusive over the last few months to find a permanent location for all the things. And if at the end of the day, I need to open up my home when the world opens up again, that's what I'm going to do. And um, because people need to find a safe place to land and feel safe and loved and supported. And that's kind of what's important to me is that um, people need to feel supported as they grow because growing is not easy. Shifting is not easy and doing the work is not easy. And you need to be able to have that environment that's conducive. And um, we don't put up with any bullshit like we just won't. You know, if you start coming in and start complaining and venting about your ex, you're asked to leave. It's just as simple as that because this is not that space. My um, private page is not that space for complaining and trashing people and being stuck. Um, it's about getting help and it's about getting support. And that's how you're going to move forward. If you're going to be stuck in this, this same like cycle, then this isn't the space for you because we're going to move you forward because I want to see people heal and, um, and move forward. Well, thank you. The zoom was, was a nice silver lining and, you know, and, and it kind of helped bridge the gap between, um, people who weren't able to make it during in-person sessions when we had it. And also during the pandemic, um, it, it helped bridge the gap, but it's not enough. 
And so we're just going to try to to shift things up a bit. I wish that Zoom had worked better because I thought that that would reach a lot of people that um, had used the excuse of I have to work all day and I can't come. And my response to that was if you're going to save $600 on lawyer fees or get $200 worth of free healing, then you'll make time to come. Because if it's important to you, you make time. You can either come in the morning or you could have come at lunch or you could come in the evening. So um, people like to make excuses. And I had hoped that Zoom would have eliminated some of those excuses to that was standing as an obstacle of like the in-person sessions. It did not. And um, so what I'm asking for now is if you know me or if you know the page, I would love suggestions as topics that you would like me to have because I have people lined up, you know, I have, you know, a sexuality coach, I have a relationship coach, I have energy workers, I have hypnosis, I have EFT, I have financial, I have life insurance, and we can just go with what we know works. But if there's specific topics that you're going to want, then you know how to find me, you can email me at divorcecafe at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram, but um, I really kind of want to tailor these live streams for you guys, and we're going to try to schedule them out so they're going to be regular. So if this person is going to do Tuesdays, then they're going to be regular on Tuesdays at a certain time. If this person's going to be on Wednesdays in the afternoon, they're going to be regular because I, I want to kind of keep in alignment with what I had with Divorce at Cafe being said it's the first Wednesday of the month so that people know first Wednesday of the month is this, you know, so if, you know, my friend Desiree is going to come on and do some channeling and um, some readings on Tuesdays, then, you know, okay, Desiree is going to come on Tuesdays. Or if Tony's going to come and do a hypnosis session on this topic, it's going to be on X whatever day so that people can plan and put it in their schedules. I'm trying to kind of work with whatever is, is going on in other people's lives and make it accessible. Um, at some point, we are going to have a location. I feel it. It's coming. But I'm not there yet. Um, I'm working on it. And um, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, over the next few weeks on Wednesdays, I'm going to go back to the beginning for and go through the the journey that I took from when I started my divorce to how I kind of moved through it. And then I'll move into um, what dating was like and how I kind of screwed it up the first time. And then what I got right the second time dating after divorce and kind of how I did that. So at least for the next few months on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're just kind of going to go through that because there's enough to kind of keep people going through that. Cause I mean, we've done blended family and unblended families and all sorts of stuff and healing after divorce, just even just from me. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I wanted to update you because I, I just needed to figure things out. It's just been a little bit overwhelming with all of the plates that I've been spinning. And, uh, I really want to continue and honor and be in alignment with Divorce Cafe is a place of healing. And it's a way of healing your whole body and your whole person rather than just being a support. 
I, I want you to heal. I want you to get well. And I want you to, um, why can't I see that? Oh, I can't, I can't see somebody's. Anyway, um, I, I want you to learn how to eat better because if you don't eat better, then your body can't process the stress and the trauma. You know, I want you to clear the, the energy blockages because we all carry them. You know, we all carry all of the energy and all of the emotions from your childhood that led to your, you know, the dysfunction and the divorce and the marriage and moving forward. At the end of the day, my goal is to make um, more whole or holistic, you know, based people to become better parents for their children. That at the end of the day is the goal is if you can heal yourself then you can be a better person for your your child and we can end the cycle because if you don't take the time to heal all of the aspects of your life then um the cycle is just going to continue because the habits and the tendencies that we have that led to the dysfunction in our marriage and after are going to be passed on to our children and they're going to replicate it and I don't want that. And I don't think anybody wants their child to unintentionally replicate what we went through. And unfortunately, that happens because children of divorcees end up getting divorced if there isn't some sort of healing process that goes in to shift the cycle. And um, yeah, that's what that's what I got. So um, that's my first little live stream in StreamYard. Please reach out. If there's um, any questions or any topics or any things that you want me to bring people on to talk about, you know, we can have lawyers that go through, okay, what are the first five steps you need to take if you're thinking about divorce? Or how do you deal with co-parenting? Or how do you share time around the holidays? And how do you share time, you know, during the, the pandemic or money during extracurricular activities? You know, these are the kinds of things we'll kind of be do, doing over the course of the next few months. And financially, we'll, I'll try to get somebody on to talk about budgeting and how to um, create an accurate budget for when you're filing for divorce. Because one of the things that I didn't do is I didn't budget for health insurance when I um, went through my divorce. And um, at the end of the day, after it was all settled, I didn't have enough money for health insurance because I didn't budget for it because I just didn't know. And there's so many things that we don't know when we go through divorce and we want to just kind of be done. And we sign our life away because we want it to be over and we want to move on. But we don't think five, 10 years down the, the line when we have kids of how that is going to impact our life five, 10 years down the line. And then you go, oh, crap. I didn't think about that when I signed the paper and now I have to revisit it either in court or I have to deal with it. And that just sucks, you know? Um, so those are the kinds of things I want people to start thinking about when they're thinking about divorce is all the things and be able to have uh, access to people to be like, Hey, what do I do about this? Or, Hey, what happens if this happens? Um, because you don't know what you don't know. And we don't get a PhD in divorce when we go get married because nobody talks about that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about all the things. And um, that's kind of what we're going to do. But anybody who knows me who's been at my Divorce Cafe know that I am working very hard to find a space to pull everybody back together because that's where the magic happens, where you can come and have unlimited cups of tea and hugs and comfort 
all day long and feel like you have a new family because one of the things that I feel is most isolating when you go through a divorce is the the feeling of being alone and isolated, especially if you're a transplant here in Salt Lake City, because um, what's it called? Um, I, a lot of people are, are not from Salt Lake. My family is on the East Coast. So I went through this alone with a four-year-old and it is the most isolating thing because you feel like you don't have anybody around to just be like, Hey, can you take my kid for an hour so that I can like shower please. And, um, we're all in this together. You know, we've all gone through it. Most of my facilitators I think have gone through a divorce or have been affected by divorce that they understand firsthand what it's like and they bring their experience to the table on how they've moved through it and the tools that they've used. And that's important. It's how did you move through it? How did you get beyond X? How did you get beyond Y? And how did you get to be where you are now? And um, seeing that someone else can do it is important. And um, there's lights at the end of the tunnel it's hell going through. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's hell where, you know, you just want to sit at your dining room table and just cry because that's not how you thought your life was going to be. And you cry because, you know, you see families that are still together and your child doesn't have that family unit and um, you feel like a failure and you feel alone and broken and that's normal. But the key to moving on beyond divorce is being able to to take those broken pieces and reassemble them, but reassemble them in a better way and let go of the things that you don't need. And um, the hardest is to let go. It's to let go of the anger and the hurt and the hatred and the resentment and be like, all right, this isn't serving me anymore. You know, and anybody who's known me since the beginning and has watched the roller coaster of my divorce and then post divorce and then, you know, getting into a second relationship which had children and falling in love with those children and then knowing that you had to leave, that's hard. So people want to date and like, I'm going to date, I'm going to find somebody and it's going to be awesome. It's not so awesome because when you break up, you have to leave the children that you love. So, yeah, you know, it's a process and we all move through it and we all still move through it. And it's about owning your shit, you know, and moving forward and knowing what is, um, oh, crap. You guys, you know, every time I talk about the girls, I cry. Shit. Okay. Good. Um, but yeah, you have to be willing to be open and vulnerable if you're going to date and just know that things may not work out. And how do you move on after that? And um, it, it's about taking that time. You know, people are so gung ho. I see it on other boards about dating and getting into relationships without seeing what that all can mean, you know, and um Dude, I've been there and done that. So here we go. Oh, thank you. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying to build something cool. You know, it's going to be awesome. 2021 is going to be better. We're going to be able to help way more people. Right, Marlon? 
you know, Marlon brought her baby and we watched the baby learn to walk in Divorcee Cafe. She's like the baby of the, her little daughter, Sunny's like the little honorary child of Divorcee Cafe because we saw her from the beginning and now we had to say goodbye because they don't come anymore because, you know, they grow and move on like birds flying away. So like, this is what I mean about Divorcee Cafe becomes a family, you know, and uh, um, that's what I want is I want you to feel that when you come into Divorcee Cafe that you're loved. Because I think a lot of people who are coming out of divorce don't feel loved or supported, you know, whether or not it's from your family who, um, who don't support your divorce or just, you know, in general, just not feeling that love. And, and that's the environment I want to create is just a space filled with love for, for new people where you come in and you're just family, kind of like the cheers of divorce. I guess, you know, where I'll go, Hey, it's Marlon. And Marlon came to visit us with the little baby and, um, all that kinds of stuff. So anyway, I'm going to go because apparently I'm getting emotional and I, I should go before it gets, you know, harder. And, uh, I will see you next week. I'll come up with something fun to talk about next week. So let me know what you want to talk about. And, you know, me, I will figure out a way to, um, set that up. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Happy, you know, 2021. It's been a shit of a 2020, so let's just make this one better. Okay, bye, y'all.